joining me on Radio Bypass today is a man who you know as the voice of White Lion, but he also has several solo records with a new album coming in May. I am pleased that we have Mike Tramp joining us today. How are you, Mike? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me along. Oh, thank you for taking some time for us today. So you've got nothing but time. Yeah, I guess that's true. We all have a lot more than we did before, don't we? Yeah. You doing okay though? Everybody healthy in your household? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everything. I I, li- I live on a farm, so I'm 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 out in the open all day, and and there's almost nobody around me. The only thing around me has four legs and horns. <laughs> so the social distancing thing is not too unusual for you then. It's not. It's no problem. Well, that's good. Good. I'm glad. Glad you're staying healthy. Hopefully, we uh, will continue to do so. Yes, let's hope so. How How is it? In are Are you in? Are you in? You're not in Denmark right now, but you still live there. Is it bad there with this corona? It's. It, I mean, is there is there any place that's not bad? We're. I mean, we're a country of of, of close to six million people, and and. Um, from the second our government went out and, and, and put these restrictions and, and asked the, the, the people to follow these uh, guidelines and stuff like that, the whole country was like a regiment, you know? So, I mean, we, we're, we're doing really well. Um, we're doing really well and, and, and getting close to the next step of uh, they just opened up certain schools and stuff like that and putting everything in the system and stuff like that. But I could definitely be in worse places. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, us too. <laughs> Although it has gotten pretty high here in the U.S., but in Illinois, yeah, where I'm at, it's... It every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, me too. All right, well, let's talk about something fun. You've got a new record coming out. Uh, is it still <laughs> still scheduled to arrive on May 1st? Yeah, you know, I mean, let's get real here. It's not It's not like the old days where something like this would, would, would jeopardize, you know, um, an album from, from an artist of, of my caliber. I mean, you know, you know, 50% of what I sell is online. 25% of what I sell is after the show. And then maybe there's like 15, 20% that gets down to the store, whatever store that might be. Right. So people, people have already pre-ordered and things like that, et cetera, et cetera, you know, so, so there's no need to, to change that whole plan. It doesn't make any any difference if I release it, it June 1st or August 1st, you know, mm-hmm. because in reality, it, it it's it's just an extension of, 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 of my life, of where I am. And, you know, if if, if by some accident or, or other, other unforsaken thing, you didn't get to hear this album until next year, you know, it would be just as current because that's what I am. I'm in the present moment. Um, and that's, that's just what I, what I aim to be um, an artist since my first solo album in 96 and now 12 albums later on. It's, it's an ongoing journey. You're following one character that happens to be me. I sing about me, how I view the world, how I see, how I see life, my struggles, my happiness, my pain, my, you know, all these different things. And I've all, I've described it many times that it, to me, it's like an endless highway where at times I pull off an exit and that exit represents an album. And I sit there for a while and I, 
you know, I look around and I look behind and see where I've been. Did I learn something? What happened? You know, and then you move on and then down the road, another exit represents a new album. So it, it's, you could basically kick off any My Tramp album and, and feel like it would represent the artist 100%. Mm-hmm. So um, that to me is is probably my greatest accomplishment because that's all what I set out to be. Got it. So all your songs are quite personal because I was going to ask you about this album if these songs were more personal to you than others because um, I know there there was a uh, quote I think from you that if aliens came down to Earth and picked up second time around, which by the way is the name of the new album. Uh, as the first Mike Tramp album they heard, I would be truly proud and confident that all of my DNA would be in this album. So I was thinking... Yeah, that is me. I'm <laughs> quoting myself. No, but that's exactly that's exactly the exactly the point that you know um, this this character me you know is just dealing with everything that 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 I in, in encounter on my journey and what I have encountered in my past. Mm-hmm. And, and and all these things, all these things in between. So, um, and I don't ever have to, you know, wake up and think, where am I? Who am I? What am I going to do? How's my hair going to be? Because all I am is the best me. Makes and sense. I don't ever put on, put on, you know, like a uniform or, or step into another character. And, and not that I've done that, but, but you know, reflecting on 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 the decade of the '80s, which was which was you know a decade where a lot of us fell into um, being a little bit of a character because we kind of like were following what was the trend at that time, you know, and everybody sort of wanted to be better than the other one, but we we were all the same in many ways. The '80s is such a strong image that you almost one person represents the whole ladies because it, it's so, 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 you know, distinctive. Um, once I got the chance to, uh, or I decided that, you know, from now on until the rest of my life, you know, um, I'm just going to be me mm-hmm. and, and I'll take the good with the bad. And I, I and you know what, I'm, I don't aim to please anyone, but myself, I'm truly grateful that I please a lot of fans out there that have followed me and have grown old together with me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I get that. That's good. Well, that it, it does because, because I can't, I can't in, in 2020, I can't be my tramp 1988. I don't want to be. I also can't. Right. And it's also one of the reasons why you don't see me out there, you know, trying to reunite a band that would never reunite, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That, you know, you know, when I speak to Vito and we speak about White Line, it actually it took me a little while to really understand it. But, you know, the more we spoke about it, he says, this, let's, no matter if, 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 if there was some sadness and stuff, but let's keep that moment as our special time. That's our great memories. Right. And you've got a lot to be proud of from them. Well, you know, I mean, you know, you know, I called it lucky today, but we, we got lucky and we made it to the top. We, we, you know, our dream came true and, 
we played with a lot of great bands. We, we played for millions of fans around the world. We sold millions of records. We had a couple of great years. Right. It'd be very, very hard for me to sit here today and think that I was still in White Line. And how would White Line be today? Because I've been a, I've been an artist who's been traveling on, and like I said, living in the current moment. Right. You know, and not going out there. And, and my my lyrics reflects. Um, I, I don't like to use the word age, but I can't come up with anything better. My it, it reflects that I'm. I mean, I'm a father of three children. You know, um, I've, I've struggled through life. I've had bad times. I've, I've had hard times. I've had even harder times. I, I can't go up there. And, and, and now, like, like some of these other ones that are like 10 years older than me and sing teeny bubble lyrics. <laughs> right. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, you're, You know, be real. Right. Right. Yeah. You're going through your life journey and that's what you're documenting in your songs, you know, and it's, it's not. Necess- and it's great to go through that journey with the music as a companion. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, you know, and, 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 uh, white lion, of course, you know, I mean, you wrote one of the greatest songs, I think when the children cry back then was an awesome, well-written song, I thought. Yeah, and when you when when you when you look back at this, I mean, this is always some one of those things. When I do that journey backwards, you know, and and I think 1985, I write this song, sitting in my manager's house where I happen to be living, um, and and here this kid from Copenhagen, Denmark, on uh, the other side of the earth, sits there. Ronald Reagan is a president, and you know, and I'm right, and and not that I did anything about Ronald Reagan. Um, this was this was probably one of the best times for America. It was strong around the world. There was there was a, a lot of happiness around. Every, everywhere you went, everywhere we played concerts, every concert I went to see some of my heroes that just were people were just so happy and enjoying and, was, and, and there was a, just a lot of positiveness. And here I am sitting singing, no more precedents and all the wars will end, one united world under God, a song that is more current today than any of of those songs from the 80s. And, and I, don't, I don't know where that came from, but, but I'm, of course I'm, I'm, I'm very proud that those simple lyrics had a timeless meaning Yes, and, and here we are now, you know, wondering how, how what's going to happen to our children? What kind of world are they growing up in? Well, look out the window. That's the kind of world they're growing up in now, you know? Yes, for sure. And it's, it's actually kind of sad when you think that what you were writing about then still is applicable today. It may, it's kind of sad, actually, that things haven't improved, you know? Yeah, you know, because at that time, it, you, you sort of, you, you, you sort of been like, like, you know, it's fiction. You know, it's, it's the song. The song is melancholy, and and you and you don't want to you don't want to write about baby. I'm gonna pick you up tonight, and we're gonna go to the drive-in. That's not what that song called for. The song called for some 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 Debo lyrics, and and that's always what I had in my heart. So, but it's it's just great to go out on stage anywhere in the world and sing that song and feel just as connected to that song today as I did when I wrote it. Yeah, I bet it does. I bet it does. And you mentioned um, being, you know, seeing some of your heroes back then. Who who are some of your musical influences? Who are some of your musical heroes? 
Well, I mean, obviously, it, 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 I went through a couple of different periods because I, I, I grew up in I grew up in the in, in the sixties and I call it the late sixties, you know. And I grew up in in a divorced family. My mom and my two brothers. And my mom, you know, when my when she asked my dad to to leave, she threw the the alarm clock away. And every morning we were woken to either Roy Orbison and Bob Dylan or Johnny Cash or Elvis Presley. So I grew up with that, which is why my 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 roots are folk all the way, you mm-hmm. know. And 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 then you know, and then later on, you know. First came the big wave of the the British bands, you know, David Bowie, Queen, Elton John, uh, Finn Lissy, and Slade. And then, and once I started hearing the sound of America, that was through uh, Van Halen and, and, and Journey and Cheap Trick and Foreigner. I became I became a huge fan of that. So so I've always been somebody who really who really you know. Um, admires, you know, the people that have influenced me and stuff like that. And, 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 uh, Springsteen, Tom Petty are probably my, 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 my overall two, two most favorites, you know? Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Well, we share a lot of the same. Cause yeah, I think we're just about the same age. So yeah, I grew up with the same stuff. Although I guess I probably went in a little bit more hard rock direction if you know later on i was heavily into aerosmith and black sabbath and yeah, stuff like you that know, i mean i was into that too but i just realized that as, as i grew older um that the, the hard rock bands were my companion on the way up mm-hmm. and sort of once white line started hitting big time and we started playing with with acdc and aussie and aerosmith and stuff like that First of all, those bands became my competition, and then later on, it's it sort of faded away. I thought that, um, and I'm very happy that I had the time when I really enjoyed those bands. But in the long run, a lot of the bands, you know, like I wasn't it didn't really last with me. You know, I mean, of course, I still have the collection of all the great bands, like you say, Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, you know, the sure. classic rock, the Foundation. Um, but you know, today, uh, I, I just, I, 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 I'm much more into Dylan and like I say, you know, vintage Springsteen and, 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 and Petty and, and, you know, Melon came a lot of Americana and stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like all those artists as well. Yeah. I get that. I get that. And you worked with uh, an artist that I like a lot on this record too. Soren Anderson, um, worked on this album with you, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a friends and, and my, and, and around me is, 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 um, is both in the studio and outside the studio these days, you know, it seems like friends get together and we do a, a my tramp album and stuff like that, you know? So, so it's important. I don't need to go any new places. I don't need to break any barriers and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not at the cutting edge. I'm not at the front line or stuff like that. I just like to be where I am. So I like to work with the same people. And, and I, you know, when I write the songs, I know, that I know what I do and I know I, how I want the, the, uh, the end result. So it's nice to work with people that, that understands that. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just glad to see you worked with Soren cause I, I like a lot of the things he's done. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's all, all a matter of, of like, again, like the, we're not producing records in 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 the ter- in, in in you know in the way of 
of how albums used to be produced and stuff like that. You know, when in my home studio, when I do my demos and when I write the album and stuff like that, it almost sounds like the final album. Mm-hmm. It's you know, and then when I take it into the studio and and and, and my my band of brothers, um, which is a big big circle of a lot of friends um, come in and play on it. It just it just comes it just becomes more alive and it's not the same person like myself that's been playing all the instruments at home. Um, but there's no experimentation. I know exactly what I want. You hear it and you can and you go with it. Yeah, I mean to me to me to me it, it, it's it's actually capturing the feeling of, of, of four or five guys in a room who wants to be together. You know, it, it's it's one of those things that you know it died out basically because of of of, of nobody was signed to a record deal anymore. Nobody had the money to record albums, so a lot of people were doing a lot of home recording. So you know, I prepare all the the groundwork really well, so um, we can cut a record in two or three days and stuff like that because that's all that's budgeted. To. But those three three, three or four days are. Are, are used well and, 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 and we exchange a lot of emotions doing these songs and stuff like that because everybody needs to get home to their wife and kids after stuff like that. Right. So, so the moment that we're together is, is very valuable. So we try to really, really, you know, use it as, as much as we can. Makes sense. And what, and what is the songwriting process like for you? Do you usually you come up with a lyric first? Do you usually come up with music first? Is it you and an acoustic guitar to start out with, and then you build from there? What, yeah, I mean, every 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 single song that I've written has been it's been written the same way, me with an acoustic guitar. I always I, I, I finalize the lyrics when I'm done with the song. Uh, I will I will I will just sit and sing something, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and usually. You know, there might be a couple lines that, that will decide where the song is going or there will be nothing, and I'll just recreate the song from scratch and stuff like that. Um, I've never never written a song from the words, from the lyrics, and then added the melody, et cetera, et cetera. But my songwriting is the same since the first day I wrote a song um, 44 years ago. Um, and it's just the way it is. I don't sit and try to write a song. The second I open the guitar case up and take the guitar out, I'll start writing some right away. That doesn't mean that I'm going to use it. It doesn't mean that I'm going to record it. I sit and fiddle with it a little. If I feel that there's something, I'll record it. But I'm not one of those that just write and write and write and write and, write and then suddenly pick, pick songs. I try to say when, it, when, when I start writing and I say, this feels like I'm writing an album. And then I'll start writing every day and stuff like that. And pretty soon I know that I got what I need. And it's interesting enough that Dido and I wrote the same way in White Line. We wrote one song after another. And when we got to the 10th song, we knew we had the album. Mm-hmm. We didn't want, and, and we made the decisions along, along uh, you know, the road of, of when we were writing the songs that we were not going to fiddle around with something we didn't think was great. So, so that's just the way way we wrote, which is also why that doesn't exist any um, um, unreleased white line tracks and stuff like that. Vito and I wrote the album like a book, and there wasn't an extra chapter just for people if they didn't like the ending, they could get another ending. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. And, and that's how I write today. I go for ten songs. I want my album to have ten songs, and and I want that 
I want that feeling that once you reach that sort of magical, you know, 45, 46 minutes, you've had enough. Interesting. Yeah, so many, because you're right, a lot, of, a lot of times nowadays you get way longer than that on a CD. So. Well, you know, because once they got the CDs and stuff like that, and you put, you put 70 minutes of, of, of a band that sounds the same in every song, and by the time you get to the 17th song, you go, well, in this case, uh, more is not better. Right. <laughs> yeah, I often feel that way, too. That, that's why it yeah, caught my ear when you said that. I thought that's interesting, because I, I kind of think that, too. Less is more a lot of times. Exactly. And that's interesting, too, that even back well, in the... I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, I mean, that that's just my opinion. And when I look back at some of my, my overall favorite albums and stuff like that, it's like nine or ten songs and stuff like that. Of course, also in these days, we are, you know, we sort of were, were ruled by, you know, that you didn't want to go max 23 minutes per side on a vinyl. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it kind of made made it you know the decision were already made there you know right yep that's for sure but I find it interesting that what you were talking about in the White Lion days even you 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 didn't feel the need to develop like thirty songs and then whittle it down to ten you you guys wrote okay we got our ten let's yeah let's do this right I mean you didn't you didn't feel that need because some some artists they like to have 20 30 songs going into the studio and then whittle it down but you you did not work that way no 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 we didn't and and we also took took long breaks where we didn't talk about music and things like that where where you know what what we were doing at that moment was was being out there promoting and touring our current album and and anything else we were playing you know and we weren't, we weren't thinking, actually, Vito and I kind of took a sense to it in a little way um, to talk about what would come after this. We would like, we really would want to in, enjoy the moment we were in, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it's like, you know, it's like, you know, especially in my case, when, 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 when the accountant and someone like this, maybe you should think about putting some money away for, for, you know, like later in your life or retiring. I says, what are you kidding? I'm living my life now. Right. And it's just the way it is. Was it a mistake? Maybe. It could have been good to put a bit of money aside. But <laughs> it, we didn't think that at that moment. It's just not something you think. You're 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 living life at that moment. You know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, like we were li- living a, a life of, of, of decadence or anything like that. It's just that w- Suddenly we had, we got the success that we dreamed about it. We didn't want to start becoming accountants and, and, and preparing for rainy days and stuff like that. We wanted to go out and rock. Sure. <laughs> well, when you're young like that, too, you don't think that much about what am I going to do when I'm 70? You know, you, you figure I got no, plenty of don't. time to keep earning no, money. <laughs> and the people you hire and pay commission to guide you, also don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. So um, going back to the new record now, so people can order uh second time around at uh, targetshop.dk slash Mike Tramp, right? Yes, that's yes. Where, that's where that it's can be. It's very simple. Up. It's very simple. They can all, or, they can, or they can find it on my Facebook, which is, of course, is a modern website these days. Right. Mike Tramp official. 
you know, um, it's just a way, you know what, the fans are, I, I, I'm, you know, like if you want something, you find it. That's, that's, that's the, uh, the, you know, the great thing about the net, you know, that, you know, just search, it'll come up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So what else can you tell us about and this? When I hit, and when I hit the road, when I hit the road, uh, in the end of August in the U S um, of course, it's always been part of a my tram show that after the show, I'll be down there at the table selling CDs, vinyl, T-shirts, uh, and all all of the above. Excellent. So, so I, I was going to ask you about uh, your tour dates because I know you were scheduled for the U.S. Uh, April exactly. to June. So I was going to ask you if that's been rescheduled. Sounds like it has already been yeah, rescheduled. Yeah, it's been rescheduled. We're just, we're, yeah, it's, it's rescheduled right now and, and, and starting August 26th, crossing my fingers. Hoping everything will be um, be good at that time. Yeah, let's hope so too. Yeah, it's it's so hard to say. I don't know what my opinion is on when I think things might <laughs> get back to normal. I just Me don't too. know. Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree with you. I I feel the same way. You know. Now, assuming that the tour does get to take off at the end of August, and are you still planning on doing a three month round through the U.S.? Well, see. I already had by the time I, I booked my European or uh, my, my my U.S. tour in in which was supposed to be in April, um, I had Europe put aside for September, October, November, and um, I let go of September so I could do the U.S. But I have to start in 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 uh, in Europe on on uh, October twelfth. So see. the American tour will go from the twenty sixth of August to the fourth of October. Um, but we already, we're already working on dates for next year and stuff like that, you know? So, you know, we right. have to look into it. And are you still doing uh Scandinavia in November? Yes. Okay. So that's, so that's still set as of right now. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And then you, um, one other thing about the new record too, you were doing uh pre-orders with signed, uh, copies of the record. Uh, in red vinyl, even. Yeah, you know, yeah. we do that kind of stuff these days because, you know, I mean, we're, you know, you know, fifty percent of what, what, what I sell worldwide is is via via, you know, the internet and stuff like that. So we always uh, make sure that that we can offer some some, some great packages, and I'm I'm always in there signing pre-orders and, and making you know special packages for 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 the loyal and and, and diehard you know fans that usually order the second they hear about and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's all, it's all, you know, so are some of those, are some of those still available for folks if they want to get that? Yes. Yes, they are. Perfect. Perfect. And then, um, one other thing, uh, Mike, you mentioned, uh, Vito a couple of times. Are you still in touch with him then? Right before you called, um, I just were, were answering an email he sent. He just said that he let me know that everything was okay with him and his family in New York and stuff like that. So we don't talk that often, but but thank God we have gotten to the uh, you know to the place the last couple of years where we where we buried the hatchet that you know and 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 just have that we just decided that you know we're gonna go out this life together you know, remembering that, that we wrote some great songs and we had a good run. Well, that's excellent. 
That's excellent. Yeah, as a fan of his guitar playing, I wish he'd make music again. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people do that, but I don't want to pressure Vito, and I don't want to keep asking the same. That's his choice. And I Absolutely. Yeah, if he's happy, you know, that's that's all that matters. Exactly. But as long as he knows that there are a lot of fans of his playing, that would be very happy he to does, see man. him create music he again. He does. <laughs> he does. He does. Got it. All right. Anything else that I should have asked you? Anything else you want to tell us about this record? Well, I mean, the the thing that I've always um, made an important thing is is like, and and, and I mean, of course, you already quoted me about you know that you could pick this album and it represents a, you know my trans career as, as well as, as any of the other eleven solo albums. Um, I want I want to be that place for 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 the for the rock and roll fan that whenever they want to hear this kind of music, you know they can pick up any of my albums. So which is why I've decided to to um to stay true to my style of of, of rock and roll that that it is the same on all the albums. It's just a different color. It's a different story in that one. But mm-hmm. you're following a character going through life. That's cool. And that character could be you. Right. Right. I like that. I like that. Well, very cool. All right. Well, Mike, I appreciate appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate all the support and the kind words out there. And and everybody be safe. Everybody be healthy. Everybody be, be, you know, uh, concerned about your, your fellow, your fellow man. Good, good advice there, Mike. That's how we definitely should think. Uh, so again, we're talking to Mike Tramp. New record coming out May first. Don't forget about that. Second time around, you can order it now. Uh, Mike does have a website, MikeTramp.dk, and then he's also available on Facebook. So check out the new record, second time around, from Mike Tramp. Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And there you have my conversation with Mike Tramp from the other day. And I'm going to wrap this interview up, making sure that you get to hear one of the songs from the second time around album that we were talking about. From that new album, this is the first single. It's called The Road. Thanks for listening. Just wait.